Welcome to Zurich's Risk Insight Series on Coronavirus, what businesses need to know now. In this segment, you will learn about why the virus is different than anything we've seen before and what you can do to help stop its spread. I'm Dr. Nina McElroy, Vice President of Medical Management at Zurich North America. I am closely following the developments related to the global spread of the coronavirus and the resulting illness, COVID-19. COVID-19 is short for Coronavirus Disease 2019 and has been declared a pandemic by the World Health Organization. We are concerned about these developments and the number of illnesses and mortality worldwide. That's why we are sharing information about what we all can do to help protect ourselves, our families, our businesses, and our communities. Our actions can make a real positive difference in the course of this public health emergency. After listening to this segment, you'll know how to make your own antiseptic solution, which comes in handy when you can't buy it in the stores. We're also sharing interesting insights that you might not have heard already. For example, based on what we know now, the coronavirus can remain on cardboard surfaces for up to about 24 hours, but can exist up to two to three days on plastic and stainless steel. This virus can and will be defeated. As with any virus, you deny the virus enough new hosts or people, and it will eventually die out. But to assure success, we must take steps both individually and collectively to block access to the new vectors, or in this case, people, the virus needs to survive. First, let's learn about the virus causing the respiratory illness designated COVID-19. It's called a novel coronavirus. Novel meaning it's a strain we haven't encountered before. Under an electron microscope, the virus looks like a tiny sphere or ball with spiky protrusions resembling the sun's corona, hence coronavirus. Coronaviruses are common. In fact, we've all had them. The common cold is part of the same family of viruses. The difference with the COVID-19 strain is that it appears to be more contagious, more virulent, and more dangerous to individuals with underlying health conditions and the elderly. This new coronavirus first emerged in Wuhan, China in December 2019. Investigators traced it to an outdoor live animal market. The Chinese government enacted a containment strategy that included strict isolation and quarantines of infected persons once the threat of COVID-19 became apparent. Unfortunately, despite those actions, the virus broke out into a broader infection ultimately spreading around the world. To the best of our knowledge, COVID-19 arrived in the U.S. in late January, although it is hard to be sure due to the infection's frequent early misdiagnosis as other conditions. Once infected, it can take up to a week or two before symptoms appear, usually presenting with body aches, fatigue, a fever, or a dry cough. About 80% of cases are mild, sometimes producing no symptoms at all. The remainder 
can be more severe, especially for older people and those with underlying health conditions like diabetes, chronic respiratory conditions, and those with compromised immune systems, such as patients undergoing cancer treatment or conditions requiring immune suppressive therapy. So where do we stand as we approach the second quarter of 2020? Like China, our initial response to the presence of COVID-19 in the U.S. was containment, attempting to prevent the virus from spreading beyond a limited number of clusters. But like China, that strategy has been unsuccessful. We have now moved beyond containment to a mitigation strategy aimed at reducing community transmission wherever possible. The goal is to extinguish the spread of the disease by denying it access to new hosts. In many states, we are seeing orders of safer at home or shelter in place. The goal of these measures is to dramatically reduce the opportunity for the virus to spread. As mentioned earlier, from what we know now, the coronavirus can remain on cardboard surfaces for up to 24 hours, but can exist up to two to three days on plastic and stainless steel. Use hand sanitizers and antiseptic wipes if you can get them. They're scarce right now, so if you can't find them at your local grocery store or pharmacy, make your own solution by mixing a solution of 70% rubbing alcohol and 30% water. For hard surfaces that can withstand chlorine or alcohol solutions, clean these surfaces several times a day. In terms of interactions with other people during this public health emergency, you've heard the term social distancing. This simply means maintaining an interval of space between yourself and others, even if they show no signs of infection. We've learned that people infected by the coronavirus can shed the virus days before showing symptoms, and some may never show symptoms at all. So, it is important to avoid contacts such as handshakes, sharing cups or water bottles, or any other actions that can transmit the virus. If you're tempted to slap a high five after closing a deal or making a basket at the gym, don't. Even that can spread the coronavirus. Most gyms and many offices are closed right now. When they reopen, wipe down the gym equipment before and after use, and do the same to your workplace. Clean your keyboards, phones, and other equipment several times a day. During personal interactions, try to keep an interval of six feet from others at work or in the community. Avoid participation in large group activities and cover your mouth if you feel a cough or sneeze coming on even if it means sneezing into your elbow sleeve. If you feel ill, don't take chances with your or other people's health. Go home and call your doctor to assess your situation. Do not immediately drive to a hospital emergency room or a doctor's office unless you feel you or your family member are experiencing an emergency. If you don't have coronavirus, you risk becoming infected by a COVID-19 active patient waiting to be seen. If you do have the virus, you risk infecting others. Talk to your doctor by phone or Skype. Describe your symptoms and act on your physician's recommendations, which may include being tested. While the pace of coronavirus testing has been an issue in the U.S., with the recent national emergency declaration, the U.S. is significantly ramping up 
the deployment of testing kits and testing sites. As testing ramps up, we are seeing the number of confirmed cases rise as well. That's to be expected, but it's likely to be unsettling to many people. Keep in mind that gaining a clearer picture of the extent and localized clusters of infection will be a big help in successfully dealing with this crisis. It's natural to be concerned, but taking steps to impact our own health and well-being can help restore a sense of personal control in these trying times. And in fact, there's a great deal we can do right now to protect ourselves, our families, our businesses, and our communities from the spread of coronavirus. No doubt, you've heard that the single most important thing you can do to protect yourself, your family, and others is to wash your hands with antibacterial soap thoroughly and frequently throughout the day. It sounds simple, but it's true. The CDC recommends scrubbing at least 20 seconds in hot water every time you wash. Count down from 20, or as odd as this sounds, sing happy birthday twice. That'll take you at least 20 seconds. And don't forget to thoroughly clean your fingertips and under your nails. Equally important, do not touch your mouth, nose, eyes, or any other part of your face for any reason unless you have thoroughly washed your hands. By one estimate, we unconsciously touch our faces 16 times each hour. This is by far the most common cause of the spread of infection of any contagious disease, whether COVID-19, influenza, or the common cold. We're all human, and a habit like this is hard to stop, but make a conscious effort to break the habit to protect yourself. And as we noted earlier, social distancing decreases the ability for the virus to spread. All these actions are key things to remember if you have to go out during the Safer at Home initiatives communities are now implementing. In matters of healthcare, we all share personal accountability for behaviors and actions that can impact our well-being. The COVID-19 pandemic is no exception. The very idea of living through a pandemic is unsettling for all of us, especially those perceived to be at a higher risk. While there are many unknowns about this new virus, the fact remains there are many things we can do right now to help reduce our own risk and help stop its spread. Thank you for listening to this segment of Zurich's Risk Insight Series on Coronavirus, What Businesses Need to Know Now. Stay well.